Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Hey, we just want to be real clear and upfront here. This is a spoiler cast. Uh, Kevin and myself are about to talk all about The Last of Us Part 2. We're talking about all the story beats. We're talking about all the plots, our feelings, and all that good stuff. It is meant for those of you that have already pleaded, completed the game or for those of you that aren't planning on playing the game, you just want to hear our thoughts. It is not meant for our regular PSXP listeners just downloading and listening to the next show that's in your queue. So, again, final warning. This is a spoiler cast. If you do not want to hear any juicy details about The Last of Us Part 2 right now, please turn this off. We do not want to spoil the game for you. Final warning. About to kick over to the show. But, again, please turn it off. Spoilers ahead. It's your last chance. You can't say we didn't warn you. All right. Let's get on with the show. Boom, there we are, kicking off what I believe to be one of many, many, mm. The Last of Us Part 2, spoiler cast, reactions, review cast, whatever you want to call it, videos, podcasts coming from PSVG in the next coming weeks. We're kicking it off with myself, Donnie Reese, here you go, Mr. Plain Nintendo, greetings, Googlings, and Kevin, my co-host over at the Xbox Empire and PSVG Prime and reviewer. Mm. Of the gaming press of The Last of Us Part 2. This is true. I got to play it first. You did. Yeah, you were there. Literally the first person on Earth to play The Last of Us. <laughs> That's not true. But I got to play it very early. So it was cool to, to be able to uh, to beat it before I had to review it, which was nice for once. Because typically you don't get that much leeway time uh, before embargoes come up. But yes. Sure. And I think we found a loophole. Um, <laughs> I got to play it too. Um, but yeah. for, those of those, for those that know that Kevin and I do game share, that's not necessarily why. Um, Kevin broke no NDAs whatsoever. Um, it just so happened that because Kevin's console was my home console, it actually unlocked my pre-order. My, yep. I don't know, physical, it's digital, but my yeah, yeah. actual local copy of the game just unlocked because Kevin had access. I never yep. even logged into your account, which was crazy. Yep. Um, I went to preload it the day that Haley did, and I was like, I called you on the phone. I was like, Kevin. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. I want to make sure you know play it. I didn't touch a damn thing, but uh, installed. And the real reason I noticed was because, um, you know, I, I ordered the digital deluxe order, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes with the theme, and it comes with the soundtrack, and all, all of those things had timers on it. Yeah. The game didn't. And I was like, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> I clicked it, and I was like, oh! <gasps> Yeah, that's it's that's a major oversight by Sony. Like, because I mean, really, that's I don't think there's anything they could do about that, right? No, no, but I mean, like, you even went and you unplugged your Ethernet, you weren't playing anything online, like, you were just trying to do everything to stay. I 100% did not want to get you in trouble. I would have uninstalled it if it was even like if if it came to that, but yes, I immediately uninstalled it and then uh, checked in with my PlayStation sources, and they were like, dude, you're good. So I played it as well. So we're just early. Um, the PSXP crew is going to be doing some discussions. I know Justin is going to be head up some review cast discussions. And considering that you and I have both beaten this game already, yeah. I'm going to go out here and tell you that I think we're going to be hearing about this game on PSVG for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe. Yeah. So I don't think this is the the, the only. I think this is the first of many many yeah. conversations coming about this game so and most likely the best let's be honest <laughs> um so i want to talk to you about reviewing the game and then uh, i've already had several folks reach out to me about my impressions of the game um i think my 
experience in getting my book signed and all the collecting and things that I've done has a lot of people interested in knowing my thoughts. So I thought this would be really, really good for us to just record our, our thoughts. We could be out a little early, which is nice. Um, when I say early, we're not going to post this day it goes out. We'd give it about a week or, or so after the game comes out. Maybe like, I was thinking like Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. Yeah. Um, so for those folks that are play it super fast, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, have something ready for you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something that you can get into if you want to. And here are our thoughts. I tried, Kevin, to do a tweet. I was like, I'm going to talk. I'm going to give a general impression of my thoughts in this game. And I couldn't. I couldn't fit it. I tried. 280 characters. I couldn't make it work. And I was like, I don't want to say this without saying that. I just, I just, I'll just record a podcast. Yeah, I, I'm with you. This review experience was definitely the most different and the hardest one I've had to do. And not because of the, the scope and the scale of this game, but it's, you know, there's been a lot and there's, there's been articles about the embargo that Sony had on it and saying like, hey, you know, you can't release anything other than some pre-generated screenshots, pre-generated GIFs, uh, no video coverage, no nothing. Um, then the review comes up on the 12th, which I published on the 12th, like, right. Can't talk about three. basically the entire second half of the game, right? Yep. W- which for me actually was okay because I deliberately and I talked to the staff at gamesreviews.com and said I want to do a review where I'm not going to cover that because if I were playing the game and I know everyone's different this type of game I wouldn't want to know any of the story beats you know I avoided all the spoilers that came out ahead of time so I went and I actually was able to go in blind other than the last trailer they released was all I had to go by um, so I don't want that same experience for anybody else, which, you know, once again, if you're listening to this now and you want to play through and you haven't turn it off. Yeah. Stop. Come back. Check stop with us later. This is not what you are going to spoil the crap out of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a unique experience where they didn't want me talking about things and I couldn't do things. So I was able to review it just fine because I said, Hey, the story was great or whatever the case is, you know, and that was the experience, but this was definitely like very shadow, very early that I got to play this. Like it almost felt dirty to be honest. And, and knowing that I couldn't talk to anybody and I didn't, but I also didn't want to, I don't want to spoil with anybody, but it's been driving me nuts for weeks that I haven't been able to talk any story beats with anybody. Um, because I don't want to. And technically while we're recording this, I'm still not supposed to, right. I, I'm not supposed to talk any, anything story until the 19th. So, and even then only up to a certain point. So, you know, um, yeah, it was it was a great experience, uh, but we'll we'll talk more, I'm sure. But yeah, it was definitely a unique experience. So my first two bullet points, let's just get into it. My first bullet point are leaks. This game yeah. had some unfortunate big portions of it leaked early, almost uh, two months out. Right? That's about right. Yeah, yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, so I, it was around the the original date it was supposed to come out is when they started right with the leaks. So yeah, I presume you didn't see any of those. Nope, and I actually didn't go back to find out what they were, so this will be all news to me as to what what they what was leaked. I was lucky. Um, I saw leaks that made me angry, and they just talked about yeah. And I'll go and say it now. I have not been saying it because I didn't want people to think it, but the leaks that I saw was that Dina died like super early on, and it was basically nope. what a lot of people were speculating the game was supposed to be. Yes, yep. but it was paired with like videos of clips that kind of like supported it. I did not watch the videos. Oh, okay. I told Delvin in our chat, like I was like, I saw the leaks, so I, I feel like I know the beats, but I'm not going to watch the videos because I didn't want the context. Mm-hmm. Only to then find out from um, from him and my my friend that follows the game, um, who I work with, that the leaks were wrong. Yeah, and that the points that I thought were right were were wrong. Uh, the only spoiler that I knew going in when I booted up the game was that Joel died, which I think everyone figured that. Yeah. That was one of the ones that everybody was upset about. And I was like, I think if you've ever played this game, like everybody can see that coming a mile you away. You know it's coming. That's not really a spoiler. 
<laughs> no, and, and you're right. And the, the Dina thing, you're right, because even me not following the spoilers, like all trailers and everything we saw going into it seemed to elude that that, yeah. you know, was why Ellie was out. And, and it, it wasn't, um, which was which was good. But you're right, the Joel thing. And, and I was very vocal at the start. That I was like, oh, I hope I get to play as Joel a lot in this game or at least a good portion of it. Yeah, it, that didn't happen. No. Um, but I, I always knew he was going to die. I just wasn't sure when or, or how or the reasoning behind it. Sure. You know, to be honest, and it, it wasn't what I thought it was. So my next thing is considering that you were, this is probably PSVG's highest profile assignment in terms of like early yeah. access. So what was it like, man? How do you feel? Like what were the challenges, the struggles with having to review a game that, um, like one, it's one thing to review a game that has like a niche. It's another thing to review a game that, you know, like a site's going to have all eyes on, like this is the one, um, people are waiting this game, myself included for many, many years. So did you feel the pressure? Yeah, definitely. Um, so knowing when the review embargo was up and knowing that because of this caliber game, I absolutely wanted it to drop the second it could. It wasn't like, oh, this can come out two or three days later. Like, no, no, no. This dropped 3 a.m. Eastern time on the date it could. Like, that was the earliest we could drop it. It was done. The pressure was there because a game like this, you know, some games I'll review and I haven't beaten the game. I would have played a substantial amount of time and invested into it, but didn't see it all the way through because sometimes you don't need to. But a story-driven game experience like this, I had to complete it. And there was an issue where, like, that weekend uh, in between when I got it and when the embargo was up, I couldn't play at all uh, just due to life. Um, so there was a lot of times I stayed up a lot later crunching to get through the game so I was able to beat it. Now, I didn't rush through the game, so I don't want to put that impression on anybody that had to, like, uh, you know, sprint through the game. I still explored everything. I played the way I wanted to play. But in the back of my head, I always knew, like, well, I have all this going on. So I actually was writing my review as I was playing mm. and bringing up points and story beats. And then I would edit if I needed to based on the end game experience. But I didn't wait till the very end and reflect and write it all then. I actually was doing it throughout the journey. Um, but yeah, I mean, the pressure was there because I really wanted to beat it to say, here is a definitive I've seen everything review and not get you know fooled by something or, or miss out on the ending if that would change my opinion for better or worse. I'm actually really glad that you did that then because... I didn't. I didn't catalog my thoughts as I played. And yeah. uh, I beat this game in about three days, about two and a half days. Yep. So I really went just full bore on it. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a part of me that's a little concerned right now because um, I have six bullet points that I wrote down. Okay. That's all I got. That's all I brought to, to steer this conversation. So I, I want to, I'm scared that I won't fully articulate the things that I feel like my feelings into words because I haven't really prepared them yet. But even since that the review embargo is still up yet, like it's hard to even go back and catch up on the things that yep. happened in the game. So you cataloging your thoughts as you were playing, I think is a good thing because if I had to write a review based on the way I played now, if I was re reviewing it, I probably would have done what you did. But <laughs> if I was writing a review now, um, I'd feel a little fuzzy because this is like a lot of yeah. there's a lot of game here. That, there's a that lot I, that happens. There's yeah. a lot that happens. You know, it's like oof. Um, okay. What was your playtime before we get too far into it? how long? Like how many hours did the game take you? Twenty eight. Okay, so right around what I told you, it, it, yeah. would, it would most likely be okay. Yours? Uh, I think it was twenty six point five. Oh wow! What I, what I told you, so You're real close. It was around the same thing. Like I said, I explored a lot. Um, so I don't I. feel like I missed anything, and I, I cracked all the safes and everything like that. So. Um, yeah, it was, one it was of the issues, but I told you between twenty-five and thirty hours, I think for most people. One be. of the issues of playing my way that we discovered was uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't have access to the patch. The patch isn't yeah. out for non-consoles like yours, so um, I encountered four safes that didn't crack. 
<laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure, like, I have photo evidence that I have the code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you reach out to me in a couple of them, and I'm like, nope, this is where it is. And you're like, that's not it's, even there. And the other one, I'm like, nope, that's definitely the code. And you're like, it's not yeah, working. So, uh, and I would never, ever dare say bad things about the game for that reason. You know, no, like, I don't no. care. And it, did, and it didn't affect your... No enjoyment of the game just like okay i can't open this and i I told you there wasn't anything that would have if anything my issue was that i spent 30 minutes trying to figure it out (laughs) yes and that's where that extra time that's where the extra gameplay time went into is unlocking trying to get those safes um okay so let's get into it um i want your general thoughts on the game first so tell me what you thought like what was your review what was your score your final ultimate thoughts so i gave it the dreaded 10 out of 10 um yeah which for me i you know, it depends on the game, and I think for this experience overall, and I don't want to get into your bullet points. Um, Dude, well, it's just, my bullet points are just here to simply remind me of things that I want to work in, so you go wherever your okay. heart leads so, you to go. So for me, and, and like I said, you can read the whole the, the full review over on gamesreviews.com, but, um, you know, I basically broke it down with all the major categories. You had, like, like the graphics and gameplay. The game was stunning. I mean, it, it's... And this is the point I made before... I was trying to make before about what looks next-gen... And sometimes mm-hmm. the gen jump is too early because we don't get a lot of games that look, mm-hmm. you know, max out the capacity. So I have a launch PS4. I had zero issues with this game. There was no stuttering. There was no lag. And it was the best looking game I've seen on PlayStation, period. Um, much like the, the first Last of Us was on PS3. Right at the end of the era, it was the best looking thing to come out there. Um, other than the whirring of the fans, because that's playstation you know i didn't have any issues and and that was a fantastic experience to play a game that you know had zero jank like almost every game has that didn't get it here at all um sound engineering i thought was flawless you heard every footstep every raindrop every mud puddle like these are the little things i think some people may miss out on i play the whole game on headphones by the way so so to clarify that if you're playing on a tv speaker you may not get the full sound experience but every clicker noise every puddle every raindrop every reloading the clip on your gun you heard and it sounded fantastic um so that was a great thing the story which i think this may be where we part a little bit and maybe some gamers do well hang on to the story hang on okay okay so i I, I did write yeah everything i thought about the game functionality wise was the best looking the best running tons of fun kept me engaged you know didn't run into any issues per se i wrote down objectively like this, not subjectively. Objectively, this is uh, the visual experience is incredible. Yes, and it just goes so far to prove that there's so much more to game visuals than resolution and frames. Oh, a lot 100%. of times we try to re- reduce something into that, and um, I was even Devin. making the case. <laughs> not just Devin. I was even making the case <laughs> with um, on Xenoblade Chronicles. Like the game is not great resolution frames wise but it's so much better than the original because of all the texture work and details that Mm -hmm. they've added to it even then still in in a subpar resolution um thankfully that's not the case here the visual experience is incredible um on pro i think i'm 1440p 30 frames per second um i did turn off the motion blur because i've brought that up over the years everybody knows like it bothers me i can't i don't like motion blur either it kind of makes me it's like a bad vr experience it's the only way i can explain it like it kind of gives me a headache Mm-hmm. Um, and you only see it, it's very small, but you only see it like when panning. So anytime you move the camera, the yeah. entire picture blurs. Yes. And I don't see how that benefits or enhances a game. Well, it's like so a I realistic would, I experience. I get it from a, 
from a filmic sense like if you move your 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 gaze quickly if you're playing first person yeah no i'm just Anything talking in real life in real life yeah. if you turn fast oh no no your I picture know. snaps like into blur, place right right but motion blur in first person makes sense to me but in third person like this game i, mm. I turned I it down yeah. all the way down but that doesn't turn it off that's one thing okay. I wanted to say, and that seems to be like my axe to grind with Naughty Dog of late. I felt the same way with Lost Legacy and Uncharted 4. Mm. It's like it's been a thing that I've been doing for a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, so I definitely enjoyed that. Um, from the gameplay side of it, the AI is definitely improved upon. Oh, yeah. It is not the smart AI that I think so many people may have been expecting. Yes. I still felt the patrols were on predestined paths. Um, I think they're a bit more varied now. Like a patrol may have one or two predestined paths but if you sit there and wait long enough you basically pick up on the pattern um which brings me back to the other part was the space there's a lot more space in this game which we've known yes. about and that's not like a shocker but yeah. even in the linear parts of the game there's a lot more space to move left and right and wide um, as you're going towards your goal that changes the way the game can be played if you choose Absolutely. to do it Yes. You're open up to all new mechanics and you can use your mechanics in a bunch of different ways, which is where the AI part plays a part. You can go guns blazing and run around. You've got all kinds of windows and gaps and things to hide behind. It's not just like a an alley of boxes. Like, why are all these boxes right here in the alley? You know, for you to hide behind. It's actually like traversal. It feels real. Yeah. You know, there's some cars, there's some stores, you can bust out windows. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff is immersive in a way that from a production value games don't like just just they don't do um like this is a first game i think in that level of detail that kind of meets they kind of match that and then you know when i was talking to kyle with our first last of us discussion when we launched the psxp solo feed I, i've said this for a while you know like the first last of us i think they they leaned a bit too heavy on those ladder puzzles and yeah. those cart puzzles that's like an uncharted that's a naughty dog thing right yeah, yeah. um this time they're not there and then when they are there i actually give them a lot of credit that they kind of they mix it up a bit and they make you think a yes. little bit about it they're still simple yeah. i don't think they're hard to do but yeah. you may have to set up a, a trash can on a slope and go run and open the door so it can get through the door before you yep. can do something so they mix it up and then they added in a bunch of new puzzles which gameplay wise i think it might be my new my favorite addition that this game has um okay. the safe cracks as you were saying all yep. of the answers to those safes are environmental mm -hmm. if you're paying attention and you're reading yes. the notes and you're finding the notes and you're looking at things on the wall and you're checking the calendars you're checking the offices all of that stuff helps you crack the safes which helps you find hidden rooms um mm -hmm. And they have all kinds of traversal puzzles in there with like a lot of times with ropes or like uh, there may be a, a, a lot of times there's a door in an apartment in a building in a store that's boarded up. Yep. But if you walk around back or if you go through the, the window or if you go through the top, there's a hole in the floor. There's a lot of environmental puzzling here for the explorer at heart, yep. which is how I play these games. I canvas these games. I am all over every obstacle, every every platform everything i can climb walk on jump off of mm -hmm. i typically do so if you're more of a linear person you're just kind of you know you know rushing or not rushing i don't want to say that but if you're just kind of playing straightforward i think your playtime might be a lot less yeah i think i think you could probably shave off a good three to five hours almost if you if you didn't care about any of that stuff or really exploring it's it's very much an, an urban exploration game really like sure. and like you said there's not other game designers that really go out and do that kind of level of detail like that saying okay well here's the path you need to get from a to b but 
how you get to, to, from A to B, there's you know 20 different ways depending on how you want to do it. And and one point, just kind of go back a little bit about the the enemy AI. So you're right about the predetermined paths. There's definitely some variation there, but not a whole lot. But I will say how they react once alerted. That's a whole separate. Seems story. to have been stepped up a whole lot more than it was in the first game. Um, there is a lot of variation of what they can do then. Uh, that makes things kind of scramble for you. If you go in guns blazing, you, once, once again, you can't do. But the way they react is a lot more aggressive and, and smarter than I've seen in other iterations and other games. No, definitely. I agree with you there. And uh, they'll gang up on you. They'll flank you. They're in constant yep. movement. Um, once they're alerted to you, especially with the factor of the dogs and the sense of smell and stuff like that, that's where those open areas really play a part because you can either use them to your advantage or, you know, like there's a lot of different ways. This... <laughs> This is the part where I feel like there's a lot of things I want to say and I'm trying to line them up to say them uh, appropriately. This feels like The Last of Us Part 2 feels like the best Resident Evil game ever made. Um, yeah. Because it, a lot of it is the same thing, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you loot, you kill, and you know, like you explore and you, you keep doing it. And that's kind of the, the gameplay loop. Yeah. But the level of detail that they put into the world when you're looting makes it so much more fun if you're into that, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be that it can be a linear story, like single player adventure game. Yep. You know, if you're more into uncharted, it can be that, but if you love like a resident evil or something like that, it can be that too a lot, or or it could be the best stealth game. If you bump up Uh, the, Oh yeah. If you bump up the difficulty, this could be an incredible stealth game because I cleared entire sections without killing anybody. Yeah. And you guys know me, I'm not into stealth, but there were sometimes where I didn't have the guns to fight and yep. I was significantly outnumbered. And there was a one time in the tunnels when everything goes all red and everything and you got to uh-huh. get out. And there's that last section where you're like in the water and yep. there's like a uh, pass and fences and there's like two bloaters and t- uh-huh. like four clickers oh. and everything. Yep. I did that entire room without touching anybody. It <sighs> took me like 17 minutes. I just sat yeah. there and waited and went and waited and went and waited and went because I had like four bullets at that point. <laughs> like, I like, yeah, I, it, for me, that that section was a lot of waiting, running away, um, trying to set some traps or use some of my crafting stuff because the same thing like weapons at that point wasn't uh, as plentiful as it was in other You're in fighting other all the way until you get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you get a fight when you get there and you're like, this is not fair at all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but that stealth mechanic is incredible. And I imagine if you bump up the difficulty, you have a really great stealth experience here with this game um, because of how the AI reacts to you. And again, the limited amount of, or the limitless amount of options you have to go forward. And And, uh, sorry, Kyle about the dogs. And I was gonna say, they even make it, they even make it a little bit more difficult because um, in a lot of sections at the end of the section, you've got to get to a door to get to the next safe zone. But yep. those doors take time to open and they make yep. a ton of noise. So if <laughs> yep. you're playing like full passive stealth, it's going to be a challenge, man. You're going to have to like lure them a far way away and then get to it and open it before they get to you. There's going to be a quite a bit of that there. So there was a lot of things um, objectively. And I guess this is where we'll turn it. Um, we'll kind of catch up. But objectively, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is my hot take kind of experience. Objectively, this is one of the best games I think I've ever seen on a production level. It's unparalleled. Um, Naughty Dog has truly pushed forward how games can be thought of 
mm-hmm. I think by anybody that's looking at the medium. This isn't a regular video game. No. Um, there's a part of me that wants to even say, and, and people may not like hearing this, this might have been a better movie than a game. Um, I think there's an argument to be made for that, because I think in some regards, the fact that the video game, I don't want to say holds it back, I don't think that'd be the appropriate description, but maybe even lessens the story. The fact that you have to play as much as you do to get to where you're going to some might be a deterrent. Um, so I ultimately want to start this off with our, like our final thoughts or reviews, and we'll just break it down from there. Um, I think this game is incredible. I think it's comparable to, it's like a double album. It's like two or three games wrapped up in one. It's, Oh yeah. It's dense as all get out. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. And I think when you think of epic movies and epic novels and things like that, I think The Last of Us Part Two should be considered as like a great piece of art. And I 100% expect, 100% expect it to clean up at every game of the year consideration. But yeah, I actually would be more excited to see what it does outside of the video game ecosystem and how much people acknowledge it from from theater and cinema and and mm-hmm. novels and things like that because I think this work is on that level. It's like they've exceeded the glass ceiling. They've transcended just the video game medium and this game is there's a part there's parts where this game isn't even a game. There're parts where yeah. this game feels movie like because of yeah. production, because of the the shots, the way they're presented and the story that it's telling. It transcends what we think of collectively as video game. This is a a redefining video game more so than breath of the wild Mm -hmm. like was for open world design for example that was limited to like a genre of game whereas this is the medium of video gaming so 100 percent, i make no um i make no conflict with your 10 out of 10 i think it's a masterpiece i think it's incredible i also hate it and i think that's the point okay kind of and that's the hard part with why I really wanted to talk to somebody about this. And I think that's going to be the hard part in me trying to explain why. Okay. Hold on one sec before you go down that path. Cause I do want to talk about that. Cause we haven't talked about that at all. I just know you've said that phrase to me and that's it. So I know um, about the, I agree with you hundred percent how this is redefining what games can be. And I think I actually even said that in my review that this redefines the, the, the entire medium. Um, but the whole thing, like, you're like, there's so much in here. This is like, you know, a double album. Spoilers, everybody. This game could have ended and been at the ending. I think I counted three or four three times. times. I counted three. And I'm like, oh, my there's God, three this times is still this going. Ended. And not in a bad way, but I'm like, oh, my God, there's more. I can't believe there is more. I thought and, it was a bad yeah. way on the second one. That's that fair. Last that act, was my I least was like, part. why is this here? <laughs> All right, we'll get to that, but I'll let you... So continue on where you were going, and I'm sure we'll get that. Yeah, and I definitely don't want this to come off as just my experience. I definitely want your experience here, too, so Mm -hmm. don't let me hog the mic. No, no, no. Um, Boy, there's a lot of feelings, and it's going to be hard to explain them right. All right, so let me say this. I I 100% acknowledge that the story sets up the things that I'm about to say. I'm just saying that I didn't like them. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. There's a part I mean, you already of, said you agree 10 out of 10, so and, and you agree with it's important. So these are these are nitpicky things that just deterred. Oh, well, I don't you. think they're nitpicky. This is a okay. part of me thinks a part of me wants to say, like if Neil Druckmann was on this call with us right now and we could talk to him, part of me wants to say that I feel like he was that the the 
the plot direction, the main narrative of this game was set out to be sm like the smartest person in the room. Like it's almost like he maybe have outthought himself. Like he worked himself into a shoot. Okay. This isn't the game that I wanted. Ultimately, I think most of my issues come down to just that fact. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people are going to like hearing that. And I think some people may try to, you know, explain to me why that shouldn't be the case or anything like that. And it's, it's just not going to change the fact that I've waited for this game for seven years and I, I consume and purchase all of its, its mm -hmm. fandom and everything. And I love it. And, and it's something that I've replayed this game five or six times since PSVG has been around. Right. And that yeah. was only started in 2015. There's another two mm -hmm. or three in there. So I love the first game. I often tell you everybody, it's my favorite game. Yep. This isn't the sequel that I was hoping to that. That doesn't mean to say it's bad. It's just, it's not what I had in mind. It's not what I wanted. And when I was playing it, it's definitely not what I wanted as I was playing. And I was like, I don't like this. And I feel like that's the point. I feel like I want to say that that's the point Neil's trying to make. <laughs> I feel like he's trying to make, like, it was almost like, I'm going to be like, watch this thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to take this character that everybody <laughs> loves and I'm going to turn her on you. And it's, I didn't mention this. I played it on moderate difficulty. There's a part of me going into this game in all the preview coverage that I kept telling everybody I was scared it was going to be hard to play because it looked hard. It looked like there was yeah. a lot of mechanics, a lot of AI. I was like, this is going to be tough. I actually didn't think the game was tough to play at all. No. I no. breezed through it on moderate. That I should have bumped up even. I think all of my playthrough on Last of Us 1 had me almost like overly prepared for Ready this. Ready for it. Yeah. It was hard to play because there were times I didn't want to play it anymore for a lot of different reasons. I don't like the Ellie that's in this game. It doesn't remind me of the Ellie that I originally became infatuated with, or fell in love with. Like, I love this character in the story, mm -hmm. Ellie and Joel. This Ellie isn't that Ellie. And I understand that this is like, I, I, you feel like I've almost tried to talk myself out of these feelings. Because I feel like the contrast that people are going to say is like, well, this is a different world, it's a different time, people mature, people change. I get it. But like the root of her is different. It doesn't feel the same. It's like I had like a sentimental connection with the original Ellie. And this yeah. was this smart ass, tough as nail, brave, courageous character in this world of darkness. And now she's just a dark character in the world of darkness. Okay. As we'll say, I'm like everything but the beginning of your statement i feel stands the same and and i i get your sentiment about the story the sequel not being the sequel you wanted i totally felt the same way playing it but then i realized that yes it's not what i thought i was going to get or what i wanted i still enjoyed and i understand i wouldn't say i enjoyed and I, but i would say i appreciate right i, I appreciate I think, what it is right i agree ellie changes a lot but I feel that the story explains why. I do too. I just don't so, like it. Right. But <laughs> so you think, I mean, like, like we're talking spoilers here anyway, so it's not a big deal. It's like, sure. Ellie's major turning point is the fact she find out what Joel did. Yeah. To an extent. Um, but, you know, he didn't say flat out that, you know, you know, what you would have done is would have killed you. So I murdered everybody. But, you know, no, it's, no, it's, she a, finds it's out, out there. That's there. Yeah. She finds a recording it's, and everything. Like, right. She knows. So she's judging her life saying, well, I could have saved, potentially saved the human race yeah, mankind. if he didn't do this. And that's a lot for a person aging into what she is to, to take on. So I sure. get it. 
um, I agree. Like, I she couldn't have gone on naive of that fact in a sequel. I don't think. I don't think there's any way to not address that. My so, statement has, or for her to be the same person after finding that out. My statements have zero to do with that. My okay. statements are more in line with the Ellie that I know wouldn't risk her entire community, friends, and everybody she loves to go on a war path in states far away just because. Even with Joel dying the way that she did. I just don't think so. I get that, like, in, in, in the whole point, we should mention, Neil's been on saying this on record for months now. The whole point of this game, really, the theme is a cycle of violence. It's a rage, violence begets vengeance and revenge, and it just kind of repeats itself. So I get the point. I just don't, I just don't know. I just don't agree that the character would do that. And furthering that, just not just that, I don't think she would put other people in harm's way or at risk to do it, which she blatantly does with Jesse. There's a moment where Jesse's like, we need to go find, you know, uh, Joel's brother. And she's like, we can't. We've got to do this. And she doesn't know, like, at that moment, she doesn't know that Abby's there. She doesn't know anything. She just wants to do it. She's just consumed by vengeance. So I understand that point, but at no point does Ellie say, all right, people come with me on this journey. She was ready to go by herself. She was, sure. So that was other people willing to stand up for what, you know, whether it was for Ellie or whether it was for Joel, yep. that was their decisions. She didn't drag them into that. The moment that- so Yes, that scenario you, you mentioned absolutely like, yeah, she didn't know what was going to happen, but she never asked for she Jesse. She lied. She lied place. to Jesse. Yes, that part she did. The moment that Dina reveals that she's pregnant- and Ellie's obviously in love with her. I feel like Ellie, I feel like the Ellie that I would script, that I would know, that I would want to know, that I think I know. I don't know the best way to put this. My feeling is that she would have turned back. But she doesn't. Like, she's blindly mm. consumed by rage. And it just doesn't seem to make sense to me. Like, and I get that Joel died, and I get why he died, but, like, at some point... I don't know, like, it doesn't seem simpatico. It feels like it doesn't fit. Like, there's a whole part of me that's just like, why the extra fervor? Where is this extra motivation coming from? And that goes a step further when she leaves her peaceful home with Dina and their son to go back. That didn't make any fucking sense to me at all. I hated uh, that see, moment. Uh, see, I think that worked out well because she was traumatized by what she went through. Um, the whole, the whole, but to give up everything to do it. See, it's interesting because I feel like the point of it was to parallel the hope and love that we found in the first game. But I understand giving up everything for that. Yeah. I don't understand giving up everything for this. I, hmm. I didn't have a problem with it because I feel like I'm not trying to sway you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying my point. I'm not trying to sway you either. Okay. For me, what I took out of it was that she understood what Joel went through and the fact that on multiple times he risked everything he had, which, yeah, albeit wasn't as much as what Ellie was facing for her. And I think this was her way of, you know, she knows doing what she was trying to do wouldn't bring Joel back. It's not a case of that, but it would have brought her closure at least to know that, you know, Joel would have done the same for me and didn't do the same for me. That the whole like first act of the game set up on how much she's angry at him because of this huge gigantic lie that she's done. And then she just drops all of that to go off and revenge him and avenge him. I think she realizes that in a weird way, it's her fault. Now, whether that's right or wrong, yeah, I don't see how you know, it could be her fault. I mean, it was Joel's selfish action did that. She didn't she didn't she kill those doctors but, and everything. Right, but deep down, I think she feels it was a mistake. Right. 
but I get it. But I think she realizes that Joel didn't do it as a, I'm going to murder all these people because I'm a bad person. I'm going to do it because I love you so much and I care about you so much that I needed to save you. And when, once again, all these people are broken in this game, by the way. Every single person. Oh, this is a dark fucking game. game. This is, is the darkest broken. game that's ever been made. All right. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Yeah. Spoilers. This is the big one. The yep. game makes you fight Ellie. Yes. Which I absolutely oh. did not want to do. That was actually, I feel like that so, was the hardest part of this game. Everything that I said right now basically could be boiled down to this game tried to turn Ellie into the villain and I just wasn't having it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was not fucking having it. I let Abby, I let Abby die five or six times in hopeful that the game would just end. <laughs> like there was an option. If you did it enough, the game would be like, this is your journey. <laughs> because I'm dude, I was, I was furious like that. That really rubbed me the wrong way. And I understand sure. why they're trying yep. to tell a different perspective. They're trying to yep. give you empathy. They're trying to give you a flip aside of the coin. I get it. That's the other part of this conversation. I was thinking as we're going into is I feel like I'm going to say all these feelings that I'm having and people are going to give me all these reasons why they're wrong. And it's like, I There's get no it. There's no reason. First off, it's opinions and how you decipher. Well, it. I meant not. like people are going to say like, you shouldn't feel that way because you know, like Abby and Ellie are parallels in, in so many ways. And it's a flip side of a mirror and a coin. It's like, I get it. I get what's yeah. happening. I understand right, right. it. I still I just, didn't want to do that. I just hate it. I just <laughs> yeah. don't like it because uh, we didn't talk about this yet, but the one thing that they're really trying to keep under wraps is that you play a significant portion of this game as a completely different character and a completely different cast of characters. Yep. And it's mirroring everything you've already played. So that's kind of the whole point is there are all these moments in time where Ellie and Abby were near each other doing the same things or doing similar things where all this could have happened before you reach the final act. Yep. I didn't give a fuck about any of that ever at all. And that has nothing to do with Abby's appearance or anything like that. It has everything to do with I've waited seven years to play The Last of Us 2 to pick up where Joel and Ellie left off. And I got about two hours of that before Joel was removed. And then I had to finish the last 10 hours of the game without her completely. This is a huge swerve. I understand that it took balls to even do this. I yeah. credit them for doing it. This is like Metal Gear Solid where you had like... Raiden come out of nowhere and he played the game as him and says snake like this is a huge swerve yeah I didn't like it it felt there were, oh god I have so many feelings I want to say about this <laughs> um I stopped collecting things at this point I just wanted to get through it I just okay. wanted to get back to Ellie and see what the hell happened I think this hurt my appreciation for the whole game I don't think Kevin I'm pretty sure I'm not even say I don't think I'm pretty sure I'll never play this game again Wow. I think it's amazing. It's an incredible game. I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to go through that entire Abbey section ever again. May I play like the first chapter and ride around the horse as Joel and see Ellie or something? Maybe. But you I'm never. You select after and just skip over all these parts. I'm never doing that again. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to say this because I don't want to come off. I mean, it's going to come off critical. There's no way of doing it. Like. I understand that there are story elements to why, but even with that factored in, I'm going to say it just felt like padding. Okay. Um, all right. So my feelings when we made that transition to Abby, um, and once again, we're talking spoilers anyway, so if you didn't play the game to kind of catch up. It's too late up, now. 
No, 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 but I'm saying, but like, if you don't care about playing the game and you're just listening to this to find out our thoughts. Uh, so what happens is revealed that Abby, this other character, who's the protagonist for most of the game, the one who actually killed Joel, um, was the daughter of the doctor that Joel killed that was going to operate on Ellie to find the cure. So this is the tie around to all that stuff. Um, with you, Donnie, here at the beginning, I was like, okay, I'm going to play as Abby for like a brief period of time. I think it was going to be long. Um, but as I got into it, I so felt the same emotion. every day, every chapter. It's like, why? Right. But it's so at the beginning, I felt the exact same way as you. But then I slowly found myself coming around and saying, okay, they're showing this other story where I thought this was a bad person. But in reality, Abby's no different than Joel. Right. It's a different perspective. She's really no right, different right. than Ellie. So, well that well that too so i i didn't have a problem with it as it went along it was really jarring for a good hour or two where i'm like where is this going but in the end i felt because of the choice of killing joel so early they needed something there because if the game was just ellie tracking down all six people and checking off those people that she needs to kill that would have been really boring so I'm, I'm with you where like i don't like abby as a character overall but i would have also really hated if it was just ellie going from place to place to place xing off one person at a time for 30 plus hours that gets back to i appreciate what they did but i don't like it I you don't like it which, i would have fine. rather had more time with ellie and joel together and told that story yes. that story that i've waited for so long there's a part of it that wants to say this and i've god <laughs> for a game that i would score 10 out of 10 it feels wrong to say it but if, if if i had known that this was what was on the table for following it up i would have never asked for a follow-up i would have rather kept my original experience with the game the way that game ended on the cliffhanger that it did with the ending that it did after the story that it told was in my opinion perfect and that's the reason why i tell everybody it's my favorite game of all time yeah i feel like this game lessens that experience overall because of this because of they kill off joel super fast and you know they bounce around time and you get some memories and they fill in the gaps but it's not the same and that's the thing that's missing is when you were with joel and ellie they built a relationship in the gameplay not just in a cutscene. in the gameplay they had these moments they had these conversations that's the special sauce that's what made it what it was and in this game they that's not really there there is some heartwarming dialogue a little bit it's not nearly as much I do say that. It's a much bleaker no. world. There's not nearly as much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the times where they do insert a happy moment, it's typically in a memory. It's a cutscene, so you just see it yeah. coming from a mile away. It's like, here, we're going to construct a happy moment. Yeah. And then you're going to get back to your dark world. I think the thing that made The Last of Us 1 so special was that happy moment came anywhere. It came out of nowhere. You found these happy silver linings within this terrible thing that was happening. Right, but also, I feel like the placement of these memories of these happy moments is gives you more of the insight and as to the mind state and the driving force as to why Ellie was continuing to do what she was doing. Like that was the driving force. Thinking back, having this memory. Here's the museum. Here's whatever the case is. That's right. This is why I need to avenge Joel is because of this. And I do feel that despite you know, the ultra violence, bad world that this whole thing takes place in. There are still some of those moments that are not memories. Some of the guitar strumming in certain places and doing things like of that nature. Oh, I'm putting that canvas on the wall. Environments and stuff like that too. So there is things there. When she sings the, uh, aha yep. take on me, I'm putting that on the wall. That's being made into a canvas print. I'm just waiting for somebody to make a nice 4k screenshot. 4K of screenshot. It. I'm putting yep. that, I'm putting that on yep, the wall. I'm with you. Probably my um, favorite. So I, moment I think there the are some of those moments there. Um, but you're right. The, the the Abby part is jarring, and then you go back to Ellie eventually. But oh, actually, so before I go that way, the Ellie battle. 
So I'm with you too. I was like, oh no no no, I don't like this. I, I never. You physically had to, to hold her and just punch her in the face. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Right. I, I didn't I want to do that at all. No, I, I'm with you. That that part was the hardest to do mentally, and also Ellie's tough. <laughs> that was the toughest combat. Oh, I think she'll I had one hit kill you. That. Yeah, that that part was for as much as I did not want to do it. So, I mean, I think this is where ultimately the whole thing is talking about. Do you think it was weird when they flipped the camera done so well? Because when I was seeing her as a character move around, even though I'd seen it from the other side, it didn't look the same to me. It was a little bit jarring. I was like, why is she like so small? (laughs) Because compared to Abby, she was, but dude, Abby is a fucking tank. Abby is brick house, man. It's like Brock Lesnar out here. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. And, and, and that's the other part of Abby's journey a little bit you notice because i mean this is where like i think a lot of controversy came up and and people talk people will definitely i think be talking about abby a lot is ellie's kind of the same build throughout the entire story of the last of us period yeah. like she doesn't really change her size very petite woman you know what this that abby goes from petite woman very similar to ellie to absolutely ripped she's jacked and it's like to the same size as Ellie in the end again. And because I shared, of beats, I shared a lot with you about that. Yeah. Um, leading up to this, I caught a few previews that basically suggest that she was transgendered. And yeah, I that, don't think that at all. I didn't. Yeah, I definitely blunt. didn't think that at all, and that was not the case. So I think those were all just misleading garbage. To be honest with you, it was just garbage articles. People wanting to say hateful things. Or are they the only? other thing that i thought people got their wires crossed on was uh shoot what was the name of the 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 two people that abby ends up having throughout the game the kids uh um, it's lev and i forget his sister's name cara right, so, or something like that so lev yeah i was gonna say there is a transgender storyline that's happening Right, And a lot of critics, or I don't even call them critics, because to be honest with you, having played the game now, so I read the previews going in because they said non-spoilers. Yeah. So I was reading some stuff just to be informed, kind of see what people were saying about it. Having played the game, I now think those previews I read were garbage. Yes. Because a lot of it was just like anger at, um, they kept calling it like woke social justice stuff because I had a game that had, um, you know, a lesbian character and a transgender storyline. And it is not that at all. It is completely not that at all, and anybody to think that at all, I would firmly disagree with. I think that's I think that's a garbage take. I, honestly, that's if, a shallow take. To, to what I would say is is, and I hate to even do this because I don't like into these arguments. Like, if you have an issue with the story and narration of what's done there, you're you're a homophobe. Like, it, I'm not going to go that but it's far, not, but but it's it's there, but, but I, it's not in your face. So if you have a problem with how it's presented there, the people that wrote some of that stuff problem. comes off to make you think that way it's yara by the way yara yara and lev well lev was the one i was referring to yeah i know i know the second you said it i I remembered but yeah i mean i don't if you're offended by like it's not woke at all i don't feel neither do i i don't i agree it's life like you're not going to experience every in and you know especially in this world environment representation matters and hats off male character hats off to them for for doing it in a in a in a, in a i think an authentic way um yeah, so yeah, I think it's just garbage. I don't, I don't think we need to give it that any more time of day because I think that's. Sure. I think a lot of those articles are coming from a place of hatred to begin with. Can I just say I hate Dina though? Do you really? I don't like her as a character at all. I really like Dina. I feel like they fleshed out so many other people, but she's very one dimensional and very. She's one dimensional character. Very. That's okay. Selfish, and I only mean that. I mean, obviously. <laughs> right, but but I mean, I mean, obviously, she went and followed Ellie. Mm-hmm. But every Dude, 
narrative about her was about her and not about anybody else. Hang on now. Hang on. Okay. All right. So this, this game got me in the feels on a couple of occasions and one of them directly was Dina related. Okay. I'll never forget it. The moment that, um, they're at Joel's grave, which by the way, when a heart felt like mm. the beginning of this game got to me early. I shared a picture with you and Devin because I realized immediately as we were going in, I was like, Oh, we're saying goodbye to Joel. Like this is happening yep. faster than I ever expected. And <laughs> yes. I was not like digging it, but trying to take it all in. Mm-hmm. And when they're walking out of the graveyard, Ellie goes, you know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to come. And she turns and you have like this face to face. I think it's where like the mo capture and the presentation comes and she looks at her and she's like, you go, I go. And I was just like, mm. That one got to me because um, yeah. I, I felt it. Like I felt the emotion that came through through the acting and the and the portrayal. I was like, "That's that's real good." And um, I mean, I, I I don't disagree that she's not one dimensional, but you need one dimensional characters to tell a story. I I think her you motivations do, I mean, I think, are well defended. I just think that the the love story that was being portrayed there was like, okay, so most of it's Dina backfield. broke up with Jesse. So that's the and problem like the is that most of it's day. backfilled. Most of it's right. backfilled. You don't get it early. If you got it early, it makes more sense later. But the fact that we get most of the explanation of their relationship comes at the end. So yeah. you don't have it while you're playing the whole time. Yeah. And if maybe if that had been a little bit more yeah. fleshed out early, like, like maybe you know. In the last segment of the game, I felt it a lot more. Their relationship and stuff like that. Of but course. at the beginning, it's just like, okay, she breaks up with Jesse, and the very next day, she's hooking up with with Ellie, and then, oh, by the way, she's pregnant. They kissed. She didn't know she was pregnant. Right. I get that. But I think I still think up until like the last quarter of that game that she cared more about Jesse. Not more. She she still, still cared about Jesse cared about a Jesse. lot. Sure, of course. Until Jesse was out of the picture. See, and I understand that, but talking about another swerve was Jesse coming in at that moment. Mm -hmm. I think I'd let you do this alone. Like all the marketing, all of this is just one giant swerve in this game. And and I understand it's like a a surprise effect that I I think obviously with the scores and everything, a lot of people appreciate it way more than me. I'm not really appreciating. I'm like, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I thought I was getting. And, And now that I have it, I definitely don't want it. Like now that I've played it, I definitely would. I wished... I would have done it differently. <laughs> it just really comes down to it. It's just not, it's just not what I want. And uh, this whole, I want to get back to the main theme here. Yep. This whole point of vengeance begets violence, begets vengeance, begets violence. Mm-hmm. Look, I get it. I do. Um, they're trying to tell like this world is so dark. Like let's flip it up from the other side. And you'll feel empathy for these people. Having played the first game, I felt no empathy for Abby or any of her friends. Really? They cared these characters. They killed this character that I love. They hit him in the face with a fucking golf club. Like, I wanted to kill all of them. Are you kidding me? That was Joel. Like, I love Joel. No, I, I don't love I, Abby or the other girl that was pregnant or Owen. I give a fuck about any of these people. No, I hate Owen. But <laughs> I, I, I get, like, the Joel thing is, is the driving factor. And, but it's, so it's funny is you're like, thank you for control. I'm going to go on a rampage. But yet you're criticizing Ellie for doing just that. No, it's it's not. Well, it's not that. It's not that I don't. No, that's not that's not the point I was trying to make. I know, the I point know. I was trying to make is I felt no empathy for him. And it feels like the whole game's theme is like, a matter of perspective, you might feel sympathy so, differently. And it's like, but I didn't. I didn't so feel sympathy me, differently. Right. But so as I played through Abby's journey, like I said, I came around to it. Can you tell me what the Fireflies did wrong? It's not a right or wrong Joel, thing. 
No, it's not but a right Joel or wrong thing. murdered all those yeah, people. Yeah, it's and not a right or wrong thing. Again, right. I just don't care. Right. So Abby's vengeance is, is just as oh, justified as, as Joel's actions as was Ellie's reactions. Like, totally justified. Again, okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> just don't care. Don't love them like I love these two. I'm on yeah, this well, team. Yeah. Yes. And in this world, that matters. <laughs> like in a world Absolutely. like this, like it's the you rock with the people that brought you there, not the new folks. I don't care what they did or what their view on it is. It's differently. Guess what? Somebody, dude, starts throwing shots at Kevin's review. They just crossed the line with me. Now they're going to get the bad thing. That's Kevin. That's my dude. That's not how this works. Yeah. No, I don't I, give I, a shit what review he did or what his perspective on it was. Or you'd be coming at my dude like that. That's love. I, I get it. I get it. Um, But like, so. But the, the that sto- actually wasn't the point I was trying to make. Right, right. Okay. I think the point is lessened on that theme of the game overall by how much freaking killing it makes you do. It's like, have sympathy as you kill these people. But by the way, kill hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Dude. So I one of the things I, did, I have not read your review, to be clear. I, okay. I said this. Okay. But when we, I did tell you that I, I played the game, I thought it's amazing, and I hated it. The mm-hmm. thing that I didn't tell you is I really wanted to know, did you mention Uncharted at all in your game? Because there is a shit ton of Uncharted in this game. <laughs> and I remember how you thought of Uncharted 4. Like, there is a lot of Uncharted. There are a lot uh, of just... There's ra- no rock climbing at all, sir. Dude, but you, you, slide, you slide down the hills. You do the rope thing. You do the cart thing. There are waves and waves of enemies to fight. Waves. Of, and at the end... Guess what? They put on helmets and body gear just like they did in Uncharted yeah, 4, yeah. and no, you got to shoot all them too. Yeah, th- those parts of Uncharted I never had a problem with. It was more just the, the constant rock climbing. And you're like, yes, yes, there's ropes, but what? There's like, what, three or four times you, you use do ropes? Some swing it's not a lot at all. Like, I'm just saying, really like, not. they're in, in the Lost Legacy open world section, like the little chapter. I didn't play Lost Legacy at all, so I have no idea. It's the same thing. It is the exact same thing. Like the okay. same thing. Uh, it's better. It's prettier yeah. and stuff like that. But sure. it is. But I'm just. There's a lot of uncharted DNA here, which is just to say that Naughty Dog made it. That's not a. Yeah, um, no. yeah that's not. A, that's not what I'm saying. But the violence part of it, right? It's all like be yeah. sympathetic. Like listen to the other side. Like check this out. Like we're all in this together. And it's like, yeah, but you're making me kill everybody. No, see, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, so it, that's a tough. So it feels one. like it lessens it. It's like, why do I care? Yes. I've killed hundreds of people already. Totally. I, I don't think the sympathy portion is is what the narrative is trying to tell you. I think what the narrative is telling you is in this world, there's no good or bad people. Oh, sure. Everybody's just the same. So I, I get like, so like, yeah, you feel you might feel. I don't know. From Abby. Abby's perspective, as, as, they really try to make story. Ellie and Joel the evil person. Like, look at these people, and they killed your dad, and you go back and relive that multiple times. Like, they really try. Right. They're but pushing they, you to feel sympathy for them. Well, because they want you to understand the motivation. Yeah, I but I don't care. I'm sympathy. killing everybody. We're killing so everybody. We're mass but murdering so everybody. But that's the point. Who cares? The point is, how can you care for this when you're both killing everyone? Right. But you can't, that's what I'm saying, you can't feel for one side and not for the other. It's either all or I none. I think that's the narrative you. is. Is I think they were trying to say is that in Last of Us Land, there's no good people. Oh, I get that. There's none. But but I love Ellie and Joel knowing what they did, especially Joel. I knew Joel murdered a whole damn hospital full of people. I did it. Yep. I was there. Right. I believed yep. it. I still... <laughs> when, so, so when you completed the original Last of Us, yeah. after you had that action, did you at any point in yourself say... Well, that was a thing. Like, you know, like, yes, I get why he did it, but no, no, did you, did no. you agree with doing that and then not telling Ellie the truth? Like, 
No, from the original Last of Us, I 100% got it, and I understood why he lied to her, and and I was so happy, by the way, the cutscene where he tells her, like, he was choked up, she was choked up, I was choked up. I was like, oh, God. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to try to say it, and I feel like I already feel my eyes watering. (laughs) Hang on a second. Um, But he looks at her, and she's like, you took this from me. You robbed me of this. My life could have had meaning. And you hear it, and Troy does such a great job in this. I mean, he goes, if God gave me a second chance, if I could go back and do it again, I wouldn't change a damn thing. And I was like, that's, yes, that's Joel. That's why he did it, because he was being himself. It wasn't about being good or bad. It was about love of one person. And So why can't Ellie do the same thing? (sighs) (laughs) I I get, and I'm not, I'm just talking with you. It's all personal opinion and what your preference is on the story. Because Ellie's not Joel. But in this game, she is. She's she a doppelganger. For, in, in, this, turn, in this game, but she's not. It. Right. And I think that's the, a lot of the conflict because Ellie was, and I said this to Kyle in, in the show that we did the first time, in a lot of ways in the first game, the way that I perceive it anyway is I always thought that Ellie rescued Joel. She gave him hope. She gave him a reason for living. Yes. So she kind 100%. of changed him. Joel definitely softened but you know, I think over she, this. But I also think Joel was her reason for living afterwards too. And and much like this Joel, this game doesn't make the, make that. <laughs> well, see, but to me it does. So so Joel, you know, prior to what happened, prior to Ellie, like, was Joel a savage murderer? Like, would he go on a rampage and do that? I didn't get that impression throughout most of the game that he would just do that. That was Ellie that made him do that out of love. So I feel like this was like you're right. Ellie wasn't like that in the first game. She wasn't like that at the start of this game. She right. turned into that because she of that. into it because I, so I think it was, I it's just it. a mirror. It's a mirror image. So not only is Abby a mirror of Ellie, Ellie's a mirror of Joel. Yeah, and no, this was it. the trigger that changed her into that. 100%. I walked all this through with my wife and I was discussing, yeah. I was like, the issue is I can't be critical of one without somebody saying I'm not being critical of the other. And I get it. I agree. The problem and, and is actually, that I really, really love one and I don't yeah. give a crap about the other. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, and, that's and that's I, the that's, issue. That's what I totally get. Like, I'm not trying to sway your opinion. No, I get that. I'm not, I'm I, I appreciate the wrong. conflict. Right. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you. It's all personal preference. You I let Abby die have a problem with it at all. no less than six times. When they were like, kill Ellie, I was like, oh, fuck no. I put the controller down. I literally yeah. thought of just not even completing the game. There was a part of me was like, I'm out. I'm out. Fuck this. I'm done. Because I didn't, when I was playing it, I was like, are we actually going to kill her? Like, there was a part I, of me that was I like. I never thought. Oh, there was I, a part of me I was like, is this it? Is this the end? Oh no! Like I'm not doing this. I would have been so angry, and I was. I, I would have. I was almost that angry when Ellie left this beautiful little home she had. That didn't make. That didn't make a lick of sense to me. I get that she's haunted and tormented and tra- trauma. I get it, but she has everything to lose. Everything, and she's already lost. Yeah. She already lost, and now she has everything to lose. She's gonna risk it all for what? To go kill one person states away, which brings me to another point that I had. I'm actually just glad I said that. Dude, apparently the virus isn't that bad because we got folks traveling from fucking Wyoming to Washington to California and back in groups of people. Nobody's getting killed. The scariest people in this entire game are the Seraphites. And another point that I'd like to make, I really don't understand their importance to the story at all. I really don't even understand why the hell they're here. They're super scary. I love that about it. Yeah. Dude, when they start whistling and shit, that's a scary oh, moment. Yeah. That yeah. arrow that you get when you meet them, that's a game changer. I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love that. No idea why they're there. 
yeah, or, or their tribe of people it's like it's another group like this entire like, yeah it's like they're more worried about two groups of human survivors fighting than they are yeah. the infected in their own city and that doesn't make any damn sense to me oh, see it's so I, I mean once again i don't know but my impression was that because of this time that had transpired like people kind of figured out the clickers and the, and the infected it felt and that's why like so they had like routine the to go and kill them like that's what i'm saying it's it's like the walking dead it's it is less it about is. the zombies and more about the other people and, and I, that, I did say in my review that it, it just the human element is a bigger um not distraction but a bigger problem than the infected are in this game and i don't like that as much that's a big part I'm with, of that's I'm a, with you there. That's a big difference from the first game to this game. And yeah. and it kind of ties into I want to say the overarching plot of all of this. Do you like the story here more of vengeance for vengeance sake versus the incredible journey? Because I think that's what it comes down to. Because like this game, The Last of Us Part Two, is like Rambo. Yeah. Right? Where the first one is like Lord of the Rings. And they are going from town to town, this incredible journey against all odds. And they're overcoming it at, at the skin, you know, at just the rarest of margins. And this is just Rambo. Ellie's just Rambo. She's been wronged and she's out to kill everybody. And that's really the story here at a global level, obviously. There's a lot right, of nuance, sure. but at a global level. And there is a part of me, as beautiful as the world is, there is a part of me that missed that journey. I was like, oh, do we play the entire thing in Seattle? Like... <laughs> like, you know, like the first game we went from from Boston to the, the Midwest to Denver yeah. and like, like seeing all the different scapes and the seasons and how all that played into it. I don't There's a part of me that says that's probably more video gamey than this game. Obviously, this game kind of set out to not be a video game or like yeah. to be different than a video game is a better, mm-hmm. better word of saying it. That's why I say that's why I said at the top of the show, this might be better is not a video game. <laughs> this story yeah. might be better being told to you through acting through cinema than it actually is a video game instead of having hours and hours and hours of more more waves of killing you know like there is a point where in this game 15 hours everything feels new and fresh 15 to 25 hours you're like god again <laughs> like you know like you you just you know and the stories are different the characters are changing but especially considering that you're like reliving the days it's the same day it's the same place it's the same people you know it's like Oh, it's yeah. I mean, there definitely was some of that, but I think like the Sarah fights and stuff like that changed a little bit of perspective. That's the only exactly, role that I think they have. Right. To, it was to give just a different flavor to it. The the journey versus the action from one and two. I agree. That is a massive jarring change in, in methodology of the the narration of it. However, I also don't think I'd want the grand journey again. You like, didn't I like, feel them. like the first one was so special was because of that, and I wouldn't want it to just be a copy of like, hey, here's similar progression beats, you know. I'm that's fair. And then that's correct, actually. I'm not fair. That's that's true. I, I agree with you here. That wasn't what exactly what I was saying, or at least not what I wanted to say. It was just that in the first game they had a common goal that they were all seemed yep. to be working to. And this one is just like the ultimate the story is I want to kill these people. Yeah, that's the story, that's and it's mm-hmm. like it just leaves a for me as such a Last of Us fan. I don't, don't want to say that because that doesn't matter. For me, a big part of the Last of Us fandom that got me hooked was the journey, the relationship along the way, how that relationship changed because of the journey, and also like this huge, awesome goal of 
like we're, we're trying to restore hope to mankind it's like such a video game story yeah you know like yeah. your princess is in another castle like go rescue like that's kind of what you're doing in this game didn't have any of that <laughs> like, no, no. You, like i said it's all bleak and just bland you know it's just basic basic might be the better word you know it's not bland it's full of nuance there's all kinds of details but it's just at the core of it, it's like i need to kill this person as I kill yeah. thousands of other people, you know, like it's just, you know, and but again, I mean, like you can, you can boil that down to Mario. I, my goal is to get this princess and I'm going to kill hundreds of people on the way to do it. Like it's, I guess it, I, I get what you're saying. I but guess. yeah, it's, it's, it's the point of every video game is just to do this. I get think to this um, point and you kill everybody in your way. Yeah. Do you, Except so, for okay. like journey or something where you don't kill anybody, but do you like the characters? The, do you like the supporting cast in this game more than you like the first one? Cause that was another point that I was like, I don't. And I think that's a part of, I think a big part of that is the fact that I'm just not into Abby and her camp. I don't care. And I think that hurts me most. If you yeah. into Abby and her camp, you might be really into it. Right. And it might be better, but I'm sitting here with all the people that I came across. I was like, none of these folks are Henry and Sam. None of these folks are bill. They don't have that meaning to me that the other folks did. That's, that's extremely fair. Uh, while I grew to, I don't want to say like Abby, but I grew to understand Abby. She didn't bother me as much other than, you know, don't beat up on Ellie. The rest of her characters in her storyline, nope, didn't care about it at all. I really liked um, Abby's, I liked learning about Abby's people. The camp and the, yes. the stadium and everything. I was like, oh shit, yep. these people are set up and all that. Yeah, they're which, legit. Which also made me realize, like, they just left to go on a revenge mission to kill Joel? Well, Yes. <laughs> just those people. They got permission. And they um, like but, left. They went states away and they oh, came yeah. back and just yeah. right back to normal. <laughs> like, just, yeah. There's there's a part of like there's a lot of this from just like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, but I it's, mean, that, that, you're right about that. Do you see the but, point but, I'm trying to make? It's yes. I came into this game wanting did like. this Ellie Joel. Yeah. That similar same experience. Not the same thing. But yeah. That, I came in thinking I knew what The Last of Us was, and this redefines what The Last of Us is. That might yes. be the best way of putting it. It's a whole new Last of Us. It's not any yeah. really anything like the first one. I did enjoy Jesse a lot. Oh, I like Jesse too. I liked too. his character. And I did like Tommy up until the end. Would have used more Jesse. Would have liked more Jesse. Yes. Also, yeah, I agree. Yeah, at the end. I wasn't even going to say that. Tommy didn't make any sense at the end. That wasn't Tommy. No. Let's, Tommy would not so, have done that. <laughs> yeah, so let, let's let's go to the end because we're going a little long here. So let's I'm get sorry. to the final. I'm sorry, I haven't even checked the time. Here. No, no, it's okay. Um, so yeah, Tommy at the end when when this is all resolved and Abby goes her way and Ellie goes her way and, and Ellie's got this nice little life in her nice little house and they have what appears to be a decent setup other than Ellie's demons haunting her. Um, which so actually before we get to Tommy here in this point, you said why would well actually no we have to talk about Tommy first. So Tommy shows up and says, hey listen I got a lead. This is where she is. Uh, let, I'm let, coming. Are you coming with? Are you going? And she's and Ellie's like, no. Well, he's not coming. He's like, I can't go. He's can't busted go. up leg and everything. Because he let, physically can't. Let go. me let me provide a little more yep. um, support here. The same Tommy, who when Joel was murdered in front of him with a golf club, tried to talk Ellie out of not going. Yeah. <laughs> the same Tommy who was like, you can't do this. We've got people. You know, like, and he even said, I think he said something, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember everything, but he said something similar like, we've done bad things, they've done bad He almost justified yeah. the killing of his it. own brother. Yeah. And he goes to Ellie out of the blue after he was shot, after Ellie was beaten to death, and tells her, I found her, she states away, can you go kill her? Yeah. How does that make sense? 
Yeah, it, it, it that part doesn't at all, and that that's where my disconnect with Tommy came. Like I enjoyed him throughout the whole game up until up until that point. I was like, "What are you so, doing, bro?" Like, and this is at a time when in this scene, oh, it's gorgeous. Mm. Ellie and Dina have a farm. Yep. They've got sheep. It's beautiful. They've got fence. Everything looks safe. They're dancing. They're kissing. They're doing the laundry. Ellie's playing guitar. They have a kid. Mm. It's like. Okay, man, she's moved on. Like she's back to she's found yeah. her true. This center. is the best that's gonna get in your world. Like, yeah. yeah. And she gives it all up because Tommy walks in with a map to Southern California. They're in Wyoming. Do you know how far? <laughs> that's a long walk. Yeah. <laughs> but so obviously Ellie going didn't fully make sense other than like she'd be haunted forever if she didn't go, and whatever. Dina tears begging yes. her to stay. Tells her if you that, leave, that's it. That's it. And she still leaves. But so here's the thing. <sighs> Kevin, I hated this now. part of the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> this was another moment where I thought, like, we're still going, we're still playing. Okay. Yes. I thought um, that was the end, and it wasn't. I did too. <laughs> would you be concerned though that years from now, whatever, that Abby would come back for Ellie? And no. that is a secret motivation that Ellie didn't want something to happen to Dina and the kid. No, because Ellie she already let Ellie live twice. She had the moment to kill her twice, and she she's not after Ellie. Like this is not she doesn't care. You know she mm. told her like don't come back. This is over. She ended it. Only for Tommy to be the inspiration that makes Ellie continue. That doesn't and it seems out of character for Ellie. Like I get it that she's upset that Joel and she's traumatized. Like I get what the world. I get the plot is setting her up to do this. Yeah. But the Ellie. That we knew in the first game, like the experience we've had for the past decade with her, that doesn't seem like a decision she would make. Mm. In my opinion, in my opinion, yeah. I think that'll be something a lot of people debate over forever. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people may sing differently, but for me, that didn't seem to make sense with Ellie that I know. She's yeah. got love. She's got a kid. She's got safety. She's happy. They even had like a like a conversation. They were meeting with Dina's parents. Mm. You know, like all this stuff was happening, and just to go try to kill one person you risk everything no. risk your own life risk your your relationship your quasi marriage i'm not sure if we're marrying people in the last of Us world or not for having ceremonies right but like basically right this right. entire situation you put it all at risk to kill one person who states away states entire so, states so you're gonna hate this abby did the same thing i know <laughs> But but you're right you're right again it, it's not I get characteristic. it yes. I understand but, it. Yep. but I hate it so, so Ellie goes off and she and she chases the lead and she actually ends up you know we're kind of skipping a little bit here but uh, she actually ends up saving Abby from another group of people only to then try and fight her to the death yeah so this this ending this ending was um all right Oof. okay I'm gonna say the nice thing first the okay. ending the actual ending the final battle fucking awesome yeah that was, was great. really great yeah the ending chapter the final act yeah super weird and kind of bad yeah yeah yep. kind of bad out of nowhere you're in california you played most of the game with a companion completely alone yeah <laughs> you meet this uh mercenary slave people no context yep. who knows they're, they're, yeah, there's zero rattlers context. Or rattlers or something they're called, the right? only context we have for the entire situation is that abby is looking for the fireflies that's mm. it. Ellie tracks him down, kills a resort full of people in body gear, uncharted yep. body gear, helmets. And oh, God, I, Kevin, I hated that point. 
They started running out with helmets, and I was like, oh, dude, come the fuck on. Like, let's get this over already. That was the point where I was just like, that's yeah. actually the point of ringing. There was a moment, I think that was the moment where I was sitting there, and I'm like, do I love this game? <laughs> like, dude, like, I don't think so. Like, I don't love this game. And it's like, it hurts to say that because I've looked forward to it for so long, you know? And it's like, I so badly want to, I want to come here and be like, it's the greatest game ever. And it might be, it might be, but I didn't like it. Hmm. And uh, I mean, this is one of many, but this is a big part of it. So she kills an entire resort full of people. You're just going wave after wave Hmm. after wave after wave of people. You do it all over again, just like every Uncharted game. Yeah. Where you've reached the final battle, just like Uncharted 4. <laughs> like, it's yeah. very similar. And the final battle was fucking awesome. Uh-huh. Um, Abby is a slave, basically left for dead on the beach. She's tied up. Yep. And uh, Ellie cuts her down, and she lets her go. She's like, hey, like we got two boats here. How, how convenient. We've got two boats here. You take one, I take the other one. And then she puts the, the bag down, and she remembers what happened to Joel. And by the way, we didn't talk about this. Joel's death was gruesome. Um, reminded me... You watch Sons of Anarchy? No. Joel's death scene reminds me so much of Opie's death scene. You should look it up. Okay. Opie is a very strong character in the game. Um, he's in prison. He's about to be, like, they're about to fight for the death. He takes the lead character's place, dies in front of everybody. Like this oh, okay. heroic last death, which I think yeah, is what yeah. they tried to give Joel. I love Joel's, like, you know, and they're right. like, you know, we're fireflies. Joel was like, say whatever speech you've got and let's get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, that was was great um yep. so ellie and and abby have this final battle she she remembers joel and she goes i can't let you leave and again yep. i'm like why <laughs> like, i get it like she killed your dad right he he killed her dad like there's a point of her like this it doesn't <sighs> i'm trying to say this in a way where you don't respond and go abby did the same thing and joel no, no, like no. Hey, right? I, I won't. So, so here before you even say it is it, at what I, point I agree, is enough agreed, enough? Just let it go. But then at that point, if she just were to let her go, why did Ellie go on this entire journey, period? Which, again, so is I, the point. I, I, <laughs> so I feel that at this point, you're already at the point of no return. She was, I thought, at the point. In for a penny, right in for a pound. Like, like, you're all in. Yeah, like, I like get at it. At that point, she, has, she lost, Ellie, Ellie's lost everything. She knows she's lost everything at that point. Like, everything, everything. So she's like, nope, this is, this is what I have to do at least to live with myself afterwards, which... She doesn't even end up doing. Yeah, as I say, because that doesn't make sense. Because that's not what happens. They fight. They have a, a gruesome battle in yeah. the, in the shallow waters. Ellie or Abby bites off Ellie's fingers. Two of them. Yep. Oh, they beat the shit out of each other. Yep. And then at some point, Ellie's Ellie's got her. She's won. She's about to drown Abby. She's drown- She is drowning her. And yep. she just lets her go. Yep. And she starts crying. She tells her to leave. And that's it. Well, then she goes home. Well, I know, but I mean, that's it to this arc. That's yes. how this arc ends. Yep. This arc that was, I've got to kill all these people to kill her, ends with me letting her go. When you had numerous opportunities to let her go, we're not Hunter at all. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think at that point, that moment only, is when Ellie realized they were, I don't want to say the same, but similar. And I think that's why she didn't do it. Because she also felt like nothing would be resolved there. She's just like me. I'm still going to feel like crap after I do this, if I do this. It's not going to bring Joel back. It's not going to do this and that, blah, blah, blah. You know, so on and so forth. But then she goes back home and the house is empty. It's all gone. Yeah, she's lost it all. Except for her stuff. And that that's how the game ends. For a pointless like trip. Just, yep. 
she can't play guitar. That's the sad part. You try to play guitar and she can't. She's yep. missing fingers. And then she walks away into the woods. And I'm left with that feeling at the end of the game where I sit back and I think about it. And I agree again, just to be sure. Don't listen to PlayStation fans get angry at me. I think the game's incredible. And it takes storytelling to a whole other level that's never been experienced in video games. It's 10 out of 10. It's double albums, packed full of content. It's beautiful. 100%. My issue and my only issue pertains with the story and I hate it because it's not the Ellie that I want it to be. Yep. Completely um, understandable. And it's it ends on a note that I would have hated for it to be. The whole point of doing the sequel, I felt like, was to give this amazing story some closure. And I guess some people might find like they had some, but I didn't. The only closure that we know is that they admit to the lie, and which we knew that was going to happen. Of course, it's going to happen. You can't yeah. have a sequel where they you don't can't, do you that. You wouldn't be able to. My point it. was, what happens after that? That was the, that's mm-hmm. the point. Like, what happens to Ellie and Joel after that? And what we learn is, Ellie forgives him in a brief moment and before he dies. I wanted to know all those moments. I would have loved. All right. So in the first Last of Us. I'm actually just, I'm really happy I just remember this because I was thinking about this. I was listening to the Last of Us podcast and they were talking about kind of an experience and it reminded me of this. In the first Last of Us, after Ellie's encounter with David, she's she's off put. You know, she's distant. You know, she's traumatized. I would have loved to live some of that with Ellie and Joel going on patrols where Joel was like, hey, Ellie, and she's like, get the fuck away from me. You know, I would have loved to experience that that turn, that whole, like, let me live that. That's what I'm here for. That relationship is why I bought the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just felt like, like, we got a cutscene. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, we deserve so much more than a cutscene. That yeah. was the whole, or at least for me, for me. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole point. <laughs> like, that yeah. was the point. And uh, so in that regards, look, hats off to Neil and Naughty Dog. They crushed it. Neil, again, is an amazing writer. And I feel like his writing has already proven that he just has aspirations that are far beyond video games. I wouldn't be surprised if Neil left, to be honest. Well, I mean, he's doing HBO. So. I know. Like, and, and there's a part the start, of me, but. yeah, there's a part of me that was like, I could definitely see him being writing for movies and things like that. Like, I, I just, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, he may just love Naughty Dog and love video games. He probably does. He's been there forever. I was about to say, I'm like, he could get lost in the industry, but yet in, in this industry in gaming, He's the he's the guy. Oh no! Yeah. So Naughty would you give it up? Shit. Like yeah, you can give it up for a chance in Hollywood, but how quick would you? You know, I and I told you this uh, leading up to it because you told me you're like this guy. It's my favorite game, and I was just like, well, people didn't realize. I've been trying to say. I've been saying it for years. I've been saying it for years, not just saying it. You know, like we had Horizon come out and we got a war, and people are like, oh man, Uncharted Four is not so great. I'm like, you guys just Naughty Dog is at another level. They are the best. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. the best, and uh, they proved it again here. Um, I just. Personally, I was hoping for something different. So, final, final, final question here. Do they do another one after this? After this, I really hope not. Um, Me too. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, that's the question that I, I asked myself when I finished it. It was about two in the morning, and I asked myself two questions. And I'll ask you these, and it'll be the okay. regurgitation, but knowing what you know now, are you glad they did the sequel? Like, are you like, this entire experience is now better because of this, or would you have rather kept that original seminal experience and seen something else? Honest answer is I would have been fine either way. Okay. If it ended in the first one, fine. Even with the cliffhanger, I'm fine. The second one for me didn't take anything away, 
but I also don't think it needed to be done, but I am glad they did it. Okay. All right. I mean, I obviously disagree. Right. I would have rather seen a completely different story. Sure. I mean, knowing what I know now, do the last of us two, just don't touch Joel and Ellie, leave it alone. I, I would have preferred that happen than this. Sure. Um, I thought the Abby thing, and it would have been interesting. You know what? It would have been different if they teased the Abby stuff in the first one. I think it would have been different. The whole fact that it's like all retroconned and saying it's just like, that's right. That's the part of me where I feel like this was a deliberate attempt to change the way that you feel about these characters and or like outsmart like the fans or not outsmart. Which it might have been. The outsmart part sounds negative. I don't mean it that way. Yeah. To to show them, to surprise them, to give them something new, to like to change it all Mm -hmm. up. Right. That's the thing. It's like I I could see him sitting there like, wait till we do this. Like, they're not going to believe this. Right. And it's like where. Yeah. But do we want that? (laughs) Nobody wants you to do that. (laughs) I'm completely with you. You know, I was thinking about the story entirely different. I would have been. What if they did this same formula in a different game? Like, what if it was Fallout or another game that you really love? Or if it was like Mario and it's like chapter in, like Mario dies, and you play the rest of the game as Koopa or some shit. It's yeah. like, you know, like it's this really, really new territory. And my initial response to it is I don't think I'm like, I'm not as favorable as into it as I'm. But here's the thing. I totally think that there will absolutely be waves of people that will play this game and be like, holy shit. Did you see all this stuff they did? I can't believe they did it because it took guts I mean, this is gusto to do this. Absolutely. And I appreciate what they're doing, and I understand why they did it. I get all that. Just not into it, man. (laughs) Like like I said, I'm pretty sure I'll never replay it. Pretty sure. I'm never going to replay this whole thing again. I don't want to. There were parts where I just wanted to stop playing it all together. Can you imagine? If you had told me a month ago, Donnie, you're playing The Last of Us, there's a point where you just want to quit. I, I, and I knew this as I was playing through. And like I said, I couldn't, well, I could talk to you about it because you knew some spoilers, but I didn't want to. It was like the second I hit the Abby part and I realized Abby wasn't going away, I was like, Donnie's going to hate this. Nobody's going to like that. Uh, nope. Don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's legit. And, um, ah, oh, man. Appreciate an amazing game, an amazing video game. And uh, it definitely takes risks. And if you're into that, like, you know, I was thinking the whole time as I was playing it, I was like, no wonder Kevin loves it. And I was thinking the opposite. I was like, this game takes all the risk. It throws all the the norms and the expectations out the freaking window. And it's yep. completely different in, in so many different ways. And, um, yeah, I, I thought you would would appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of my whole point is is I don't think necessarily everybody's going to love it. And that's that's clear. You know, yeah. I don't think you're going to be alone here, but I think it's something everyone should experience one way or another. Kyle asked me when yeah. he found out I played it. He DM me and he goes, I don't want any spoilers. I just want to know what you thought. Yeah. And I told him it's an amazing game. I think I even said and then I followed it up. Amazing might even not be the rest word. I think I said it's a revolutionary game and I absolutely hate it. And he said yeah. that makes me so ex- that makes me so much more excited to play it <laughs> yep. um great game but ugh, just a little bit of a downer and you like i don't feel bad about that the whole game is a downer like you're not supposed to play this yeah. game and be like oh my god it was incredible it's not like a hype inducing game it's no, a dreadful sad yep. game <laughs> yep um they really do that kind of world building a lot of service yeah. You know, they definitely make you feel the weight of the world. All right. That'll do it for uh, 
this episode, the first episode of what I, again, what I think to be many. Um, Probably. I, yeah, I think we're going to be talking about this game forever. Once everybody finishes it, I feel like all the discussion we just had, we're going to have it all over again in the Discord. Yep. Every time so, somebody's, somebody's like, Donnie, you thought this, but X, yep. Y, and Z support. Like, I know it's going to happen. I know it's we're, we're Both of us are going to get pulled into other shows where they just berate us for our <laughs> opinions because we talked about it first. I feel like and mine's going to happen. I feel like mine's, yeah, because, again, I didn't. I don't think. I don't think you're going to be alone. I guarantee you. Sure. At least one. Yeah. Somebody else is going to hate the Abby portion, the Abby story, hate, and feel different. I thought the word hate was strong. I was like, I don't want it to just be like a hot take, but yeah, I really hate. Like, I really. Yeah. If I could have skipped it, I would. If I, if I, could, I would wish I couldn't do it. I think your opinion of. I think maybe like the whole "I'll never play to get under a touch again" thing. That might be a little bit different, but I think there will be multitude of people saying this game is incredible, and I hated what they did in it. Yeah, like story-wise, like I hated what it made me do. What it's it did. like the Last of I, Us. I, I don't think you'll be alone. The though. original Last of Us, man. I go through it almost annually, and I love yeah. replaying it. I love everybody playing all the notes and everything. And then there's a lot of notes we didn't even talk about. There's a lot of side story in here. Oh, yeah. uh, they don't feel. Do they feel as memorable as the first one? Do you? I don't remember all the characters nearly as much. I remember Isha's story and the daycare and all that. I don't. Uh, I, I do. I do for a good portion, and, and the certain beats, the memories with Joel and Ellie, I think stand out a lot still in this one. I remember the did, one. Like, in the little town before Jesse shows up where they kind of have like this town mutiny and yes. they talk about like the guy, yep. like his wife dies. So he goes on yep. rampage and the people like kind of like let yeah. him go. So he kills everybody. Like that's the one that I remember. There, there's little certain ones in areas but, where the safes are, but you like, you don't need to open it to get those, but there are certain ones that tie the safes together to where the, the combination codes are that there mm-hmm. are a couple of cool little side stories too. Cool. about why stuff is stashed there you know here's what i had to do and i'm gonna go out on my own good luck and some people talking about joining the seraphites and joining the the wolves and and it not working out for them and stuff like that but like you get some of those things there that i think were memorable enough for me um but yeah okay well that's gonna do it and i can't wait to hear i'm so excited to hear what everybody else has to think about yeah me too you know like yeah you just have that feeling it's like oh my god when everybody else plays this game i do think we're gonna get a lot of different reactions from a lot of different camps but uh listeners um don't let my attachment to the original story um dissuade you from playing this one this is a game like i said it's a tentpole game for the medium it's Mm -hmm. a game that needs to be experienced even if you don't finish it you need to see it you need to check it out because it's incredible and imagine if they do a ps5 version where it is 4k 60 they all dude okay i'm sorry i know i was gonna close the show and i know we're going long Kevin, what if they do DLC? And it, well, they already said that they're not, <laughs> unless it's a standalone DLC thing again. What if they, they do, do DLC that? like they have, like they mm-hmm. usually do, and like they have in the past, and it's like more fills in that Ellie Joel. I oh, was thinking I, that I, when I, I was in, I was like, oh, damn it. Yeah, I'd play it right away. <laughs> oh, I'm all like, in. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm going to play it. I'm all in. Um, yeah. but if I'd it's, be fine with that. If it's, if it's the other part, though, if it's like, here, learn more about Abby and her background, I'm going to play in that. <laughs> I don't think there'll be more Abby in her background. Might yeah, be, I don't think so either. They, they could go where, where Abby went. After, they honestly gave Abby more care. background than yes. Joel Ellie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. This is it. This is the end. And uh, we'll let other people start talking from here on out. Uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show. And like I said, tune in to more PSVG. We'll have more of these little PSP extras. Isn't that what we're kind of branding them as? Little there you extra go. Bonus well. episodes. Yeah. So that's a good thing. PSP I think, extra. I think that's what we'll be uh, putting out. Kev, let everybody know where they can follow you and your awesome review for The Last of Us Part 2. 
Uh, you can head over to gamesreviews.com to find the review, and you can follow me at PSVG Kevin on literally everything. Awesome. Well, that'll do it for us. And uh, as the PSXP crew would sign you off, is it long live play? Sure. <laughs> Greatness awaits. If I Remember that night by the bonfire? Yeah. To say I'll say anyway Today's another day to find you shying away I'll be coming for you okay Take on me You should have kissed me then. I wanted to.